0: Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
3: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 All right. Good evening, everybody, as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit geico.com for a free rate. Quote, are you guys ready to roll tonight? Are you ready to roll? Great sports talk radio night. Let me tell you how to be part of the show. First of all, if you want to go ahead and send me a tweet, I should get tweets today like I'm giving away $100 bills, like I'm giving away $100 bills, and like my name is Justin Bieber. Uh, stinking Genius one, s t i n k i n Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one, but if that doesn't do it for you, you're like, no, 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 not tonight. Not tonight. Tonight I've got to do it the old-fashioned way. I've got to pick up the phone. I've got to call this knucklehead. Uh, real simple, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Coming up in about, oh, 15 minutes from now. That's about 20 past the hour. Jason Hirschhorn, and that's easy for me to say, NFL writer for Sports on Earth, also SB Nation. Uh, we'll get into what happened today in the NFL. We won't spend a lot of time on what's going to happen tomorrow because we already know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I'll get into that in a little bit. We'll have the Sager come on by, wrap up the day in sports. We got Vegas runner in our number two live from where else? Las Vegas, which way the Lions are moving on the games tomorrow, which way the pros are going, which way the Joes are going, all that coming up. Plus, you'll get my picks. Oh, my goodness. Where are we going to start things off? I, I can't tell. Ta- I'm so salty today. I, uh, let me start there. I am so salty after watching these games today. It it, it just kills me. Let's let's just start with the game going on right now. When it was 7-0 Titans over the Patriots, I'm saying to myself, yes, yes, my dreams are coming true. The Patriots are going down. It's finally going to happen. The end is near. The end is near. And then, of course... Uh, the Patriots run off like what thirty-five unanswered. Go back to dominating, and and I don't know why you guys keep calling me the kiss of death. Because it's you like, are, you are the kiss of death. I it
4: I every pick that you have made has has gone the opposite direction, Arnie. We, we we don't want the Patriots in the Super Bowl yet. You keep picking against them. Just say one time,
3: my Patriots are going to win it all. Just say hey, what once? about when I picked. What about when I picked Alabama to win the whole thing? I don't get any credit for that. For, for, for yeah, but that was on. kind
4: of luck because they were about to lose, and I then see. Georgia just choked on the last yeah, play. So wait, wait,
3: that so almost so didn't happen, though. You had like five picks and almost, right. almost failed. So, so because- <laughs> they they won in spite of my kiss of death is what you're telling me. I, I gave him a kiss on the cheek, not a kiss on the You said it was going to be a blowout. No. They won yeah, by three yeah. points. There first you cursed like okay. five teams. Your curse isn't that powerful, but it's
5: powerful enough <laughs> to hurt one team. And you could have done it, and you didn't. Do it. I, well, and, I, then, I, and, you, and then, of
4: course, with me, you picked the Browns for four weeks in a I, row when they were 0 and
3: 12, and they went 0 and 16. Arnie, come on! How you could put the Browns on me? Uh, is beside myself. I don't even Why would you pick them when they're winless? Yeah. Why would you pick them when they're winless? Because when they're 0-14, I'm the reason why they went 0-15 and 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 0-16, right? there's no other reason other than Arnie being the kiss of death. I I must have some special power. I don't know why I'm doing this radio show. Why am I not living in Vegas? Give out my picks and just bet the opposite of my own picks. I'd be a gazillionaire. I'd be sitting in a mansion. I'd be having famous uh, uh, neighbors, I'd be living. I'd, I'd be living next to JT the Brick. I'd be living the good life. I'd have a private jet. I don't know why I'm doing this radio show. Why don't I just live out there in Vegas? Unbelievable. Anyway, Patriots up thirty-five to seven. Let me let me start with this: Is are the, are the Tom Brady Patriots? Are we looking at maybe one of the best teams in the history of sports? When we something uh, see something like this, I know people are going to say the Michael Jordan Bulls, or maybe the Shaq and Kobe uh, Lakers, or maybe the Magic Johnson Lakers. But, I mean, dang, what what the Patriots have been able to do since Tom Brady's been around is mind-boggling because, you see, they do it with so little Hall of Famers. All they have is Brady. All they have is Belichick. And last I checked, Belichick has no catches, no rushing yards, uh, and has not made one tackle. So th- that's last check I saw there. I mean, but all he they cheats have is Brady. he cheats He cheats. Oh, but, but, okay, So so even with that going for him. Sometimes, even when you have the answer to your test, you don't get 100%. All they have is Brady, Belichick, and they have Gronk, and they even win without Gronk for crying out loud. Why? Someone want to tell me why? Look, I can understand why they're a good team, but why they're a dominant team? Because they got one great quarterback and one great coach, and that's it? That's it? I mean, 10 years from now, other than Gronk, I'll beg you to name me another person on that team, and you won't even know. You'll go, hey, what about those little receivers, you know, that kept getting, you won't even remember. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my marbles. Absolutely losing my marbles. I live up here in the Northeast. We carry, we're, we're, we're the flagship. We carry, the not the flagship, we carry the Patriots up here. It sickens me every time I get a call from one of those guys with the Boston accent like, Hey, Arnie, I was just parking my car and I was listening to you and you were, you were saying this about the Patriots. I'm, I'm like, I, I I literally, I I, I, I want to bang my head against the door every time I got to hear that accent and every time I got to hear about the Patriots winning. I want to bang it double the amount of times every time I got to hear that. And they don't lose, even when they get down, even when they start to lose a little bit i gotta tell you it let's it's already now we don't even have to wait for the games tomorrow we already know it's going to be pittsburgh at new england right what 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 are you playing stop doing that will you stop it Sager already gave the score did he not i'm sure he gave it at the top of the hour if he didn't i apologize for DeSager for not saying that we already know that pittsburgh and minnesota have advanced also no, what are you doing that for? That's Stop cursing teams. We're not we're not we're only gonna spend about thirty seconds on the games tomorrow. We're going straight to the AFC and NFC championship where it's gonna be Pittsburgh and New England and of course uh Minnesota at, at Philadelphia. So th- there you go. I, we don't forget about the games tomorrow. We'll spend like thirty seconds of them. So Saints because- and Jags are winning tomorrow, in other words. I have a better chance at dating supermodels. <laughs> Seriously, I have a better chance of Jacksonville getting five interceptions. I've got a better oh, chance. Oh man, of being super. Oh hard. man, yeah. So, I mean, seriously, I, I really do. Before they go ahead and pull that off again in Pittsburgh and do it again, it doesn't have it, to
4: be a five-interception game. I mean, yeah, the defense is yeah. strong enough. So, if they I mean, have
3: another five-interception game, I'll fly you out to Vermont and put you up at one of the five-star resorts here for like a week. Okay, so I'll fr- so basically, I'll like freeze game. my ass off. Okay, yeah. There you go. Yeah, in, in the negative seven degree. Weather, I mean, please. I, let's be honest; those games are already over. We'll we'll get into that also. By the way, I should have started the show off with this. Also, I want to apologize on behalf of of Jonas Knox, who didn't know who sang "I Am the Walrus." I'm 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 extremely embarrassed, and I just want to apologize on behalf of Jonas for saying who sings that. Is that what he really said, guys?
5: Did he really say yes, that? Yes, he really said that, and then he said that the Beatles suck. So,
3: okay. Um, I really want to apologize on behalf of Jonas for for saying something like that, obviously he didn 't know what he was saying, and I just want to apologize on his behalf all right all right, getting back to the patriots i just i can 't understand why they 're able to dominate like this, and you know what part of me says, okay, they played a great game. But what the heck, the Titans, you go up 7 nothing, and you roll over like that, that's embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. They had more yards. I saw that stat. They had more yards in that touchdown drive, like 90, was it 90-plus yards, in like the next seven drives afterwards. They had less than 90 yards. That, that's insane. And the Patriots defense is not that good to go ahead and stop you like that. It's amazing. You could put a touchdown drive like that together, and you can't do anything after that in the next seven drives. And how about that play? And, guys, what was it, 14-7? Was it 14-7 when the Patriots had the ball? It was fourth down. It was going to be fourth and five, and there was a flag on the play, and they were to, they were to call, uh, what, procedure on the false Patriots. Start. Fall, false, false start. start yeah. excuse me, false start. It was on a punch, uh, yeah. Yeah, on, on the Patriots, which would have made it, Fourth and ten, and they actually put up fourth and ten. And I don't know. I, I and I then saw they, this.
4: they and then they basically just decided. You know what?
3: Um, yeah, uh, the uh, the Titans were offside. No, and no, if no. You, well, it, first, I saw the special teams coach showing that's blank, blank. Or, excuse, well, excuse me, he was saying he was, he was right. Ex- no, he was saying, excuse me, sirs. Excuse me, sirs. That's not correct. I don't think he was using any bad language or anything like that. And the referees got together and said. Yeah, he may be right. Uh, we better okay. change the oh. call before Tom Brady before Tom Brady gets mad at us. I've never. Yes, seen... The Patriots
4: coach is wrong. It's just it's so much influence, Arnie. It's ridiculous.
3: Oh, let me tell you something. I've never seen referees get together like that after saying
4: no, no, no. We got procedure. I have never heard of a changed call after it was announced.
3: Ever. 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 I like. I, I've I just, never. You know, I've, I've never heard yeah. that before. In, in replay, I can understand. I've never heard people go, no, no, no. We got procedure. Fourth and five, the fourth and ten. Let's we'll line it up. Put the ball up. ready. Uh, Let's wait change our mind. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, give us a second. First <laughs> down. What, what do you mean? Why what, what, what do you mean first down? Okay. It, and went, Arnie, it was fourth and ten. What do you mean first down? And
4: Arnie, is it just me? And it's probably not just me, but this entire season, every bad call that we have seen throughout the season. It seems to have benefited the New England Patriots. nobody. I don't, nobody, know, I don't, know, I don't yeah. understand why. I don't There's, understand why
3: nobody gets more calls than the New England Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys. in In the history of sports, nobody gets more calls than than those two teams. It it's like if you want to be an NFL referee. Uh, if you're a patri- if you grew up a patriot or cowboy fan, you've got a better chance to become an NFL referee. I may have to quit this weekend job uh, to become an NFL referee, and I, I hate to pick on the referees, but I've said this before: you guys are are really, you're really lousy at your jobs. I'm sorry, you're really lousy at your jobs. I mean, if I made as many mistakes, well, I do make mistakes sometimes <laughs> with the prediction. I do. Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. You know I mean, come on now. But if I made as many mistakes as they make, and they're supposed to know the rules of the game... I mean, really, it's 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 downright embarrassing. Alright, I'm, I'm getting uh, tweets like I'm a rock star. I have not read any of them, and I've got like a billion of them, so I'll get to them. Stinking Genius one S T I N K I N Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S-N, the number one. Is this the best team, or one of the best uh, teams we'll see in sports in our generation, or in our lifetime? I mean, you're going to look at, obviously, what the old Lakers have done back in the 70s. Uh, I mean, there's been some great teams out there, but As for football, this is just just dominating with a team, not a dominating team. You've had Brady over the years. You've had Belichick over the years. And you've pretty much had Rob Gronkowski over the years. That's it. That's it, my friends. Those are the three. Yeah, you've had good players on the offensive and defensive ends, and you've had receivers come and go and running backs come and go, obviously, and stuff like that. What 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 do you what do you, you what did I say now? They've also had great
5: cameramen as well stealing signs.
3: <laughs> wow, well that's true too. That's I can't argue that. Even with that though, so what? You still got to give that. You still got to give them credit. I it, it kills me. It really does. It kills me to see the Patriots do this, and now we're gonna have to get ready for the Patriots and Steelers, and obviously I think Minnesota, Philadelphia is, uh, is going to be the best. No, no, come on. We don't, we don't even have to bother. We don't even have to bother with the, with the games on Sunday. We, we all, right? We're all in agreement with this. We're all in agreement that Jacksonville and the Saints have Slim and no chance of winning, and Slim is going out the door. You know Jacksonville didn't have a lot of passing yards. I think they had like a hundred passing yards against Pittsburgh the first time around. They just had the five interceptions. And I told you I have a better chance of dating supermodels before they get five interceptions again. Matter of fact, are oh, you gonna hit that buzzer all you want from now? I don't even care, Jason. Horn, NFL writer for Sports on Earth, SB Nation. Uh, he's also a PWFA writer. I don't even know what that means, but I'm sure it's important. He'll come up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? Oh, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Uh, like I said, I do want to apologize on behalf of Jonas for not when he goes. Who sings this song? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! But then, does that make me old? If if I say, uh, if yes, I go, yes, hey, yes, maybe I should be like that. Hey, who is this Beatles? Who are they? Who the heck are they? All right, enough of that. Let's go to the Geico of Fox Sports a Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, NFL writer for Sports on Earth and SB Nation, it's our buddy Jason Hirschhorn. How you doing, Jason?
0: I'm doing well, and I actually like your music choice, even though Andy Reid was knocked out of the playoffs a week ago. <laughs> and that's and that's why they were
3: playing it last show so I I just wanted to throw that out there. Hey, first first things first, um we got to give Nick Falls credit. Uh not a great game, but at least a B plus. The big the big number for Nick Falls wasn't the 23 or 30, wasn't the 246. It was the zero. That's the zero interceptions he didn't give Atlanta the position to go on a short field which might have actually cost him, considering it was an only
0: 15-10 game. Look, if you're going to go purely by the stats, Foles had a pretty decent game. I mean, the no turnovers, as you mentioned, was the biggest part of it. He was also able to complete most of his passes. I mean, he didn't really uh, technically miss that often. At right. the same time, when you're watching that game, anytime it seemed like Foles was even slightly flustered or he was trying to pass the ball more than like 10, 15 yards down the field, those passes were very off target. Now, against this Falcons team, it looks like you can get away with that. Next week... That could be a very different story. We don't know who they're going to play yet. It could be the Vikings. It oh, yeah, could we
3: do. We know. We know.
0: Okay. Well, apparently you guys know more than <laughs> I do about this. But the point being, yeah. that is not the kind of performance, even though it's statistically all right, that is going to allow them to win, even at home. So I think there are some things with Nick Foles to worry about, even though, again, he played reasonably well today.
3: If you were a Philadelphia Eagle fan, do you feel better that you're going to go to the Super Bowl? Or do you feel less optimistic now for this game than because of Nick Falls? I mean, your
0: optimism has to be about the same. You, you won the game, which is obviously the biggest part of any of this. You need to be alive in the playoffs in order to make the Super Bowl. But Foles didn't show you so much that you feel more confident about him, but he also didn't show you any additional flaws. Like, this is the kind of Nick Foles performance you can really expect to get most weeks. I mean, next week he might be able to have a performance like his first start, that game where he threw, I think it was three or four touchdowns. But you might also get the Nick Foles, like today, where he's not going to make a ton of plays, maybe doesn't make a ton of mistakes, but against a better opponent, that may not be enough.
3: Jason, all this is going to come on Matt Ryan. I can only imagine what the talk shows out in Atlanta are going to say. This is, he's going to get the brunt of the punishment on this one, I'm sure.
0: Well, I, he's going to get some criticism, obviously. He's the most important player on that team, certainly on that offense. But it wasn't like Matt Ryan wasn't making plays. Like He did miss some opportunities, but he also made some out of nothing. It was one of those touchdowns, the one that was the loft to – Devontae Freeman like that was all Matt Ryan creating opportunities with his legs not a thing we can usually associate with Matt Ryan but he did that a fair amount uh today so I I guess on some level this wasn't an ideal performance for Matt Ryan I think the issues with that offense probably reflects more on the offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian this wasn't his worst performance of the season but it was one of his worst and it happened at the most inopportune time Jason, I don't know
3: if you were aware, but if you saw the field goal right before the half, there was one second left on the clock. Boy, did they get to that one second real quick because when you're watching in slow-mo, it's like they stopped that clock even before he got to the sideline. I wish there were like tenths and hundreds of a second like they do in the NBA. I hope they investigate that. I'm telling you, I swear that they stopped that clock before he got to the sideline.
0: Will you and the rest of Twitter have the same suspicion as things? <laughs> there were just, you know, I, you're going to get all that suspicion with the New England Patriots never something questionable goes their way, which isn't totally fair. At the same time, I, just, I suspect that that doesn't happen if the ball is on the other side of the field. So, yeah, we don't actually know this, but it just, it just has that sense that something is a little off. Uh,
3: Jason Hershorn and joining us, NFL writer for Sports on Earth, SB Nation. Titans had a 7 nothing lead. I thought maybe this was it. If it wasn't going to be this, at least it wasn't going to be a close game, 35-7 right now. It, it It's just painful to watch something like this. They get every call, the Patriots. I don't know how they're this good. I mean, they've only had Brady and Belichick and Gronk for all these years. They've not done it with any Hall of Famers other than those three for the most part. I mean, it's just unbelievable the way they dominated today.
0: Well, it turns out that when your opponent punts seven or more times, yeah. it's not going to go that well for them. Like it, it, the, the Patriots certainly got some breaks today, it seems, and they played a particularly dominant game on offense. Like, it, there may not be more open wide receivers the rest of the season or earlier in the season than we saw today with the New England Patriots. There was always one or two guys, not just open, wide open. And that Titans defense is not good, but it's not so bad that you expect that to happen. So that's a credit to Josh McDaniels, someone who very easily could have a head coaching job the next few weeks, and he certainly deserves it. it. Just that offense is so well designed. But going back to the Titans, you just you need to be more aggressive in a game like this. You are on the road. You are playing the defending champs. You are outmatched both in terms of talent and probably in terms of coaching. You just can't place take such as a conservative approach. Like they've punted. So many more times than they should, like in some situations it's unavoidable, but in the fourth quarter, you just you have to go for it, and they okay. just apparently refuse to
3: and the opposite of conservative was Tom Brady, I mean, are you going to tell me that Belichick's game plan? He went up to Brady and said, oh we 're going to make you sling it out there more than fifty times today, more than thirty one times in the first half, and he's had fifty three attempts right now. That was the game plan i can't believe it
0: well again, against this. Titans defense, which, as I mentioned before, is not particularly great, the better move is really to pass the ball. And when you have Tom Brady, I know that he struggled towards the end of the regular season, but with time to rest, time to game plan, it wasn't really something that you felt concerned about. And with all those weapons in that New England offense, yeah, of course you're going to have a lot of passes. 53 is a lot. I wouldn't say that that was anticipated by uh, uh, any quarterbacks in the playoffs, but yeah, it, against a team like this, it just makes a lot of sense. Put the ball in Brady's hands. Let him use all those weapons. Let Josh McDaniels call the plays. It, it, it's probably going to end up in your favor.
3: All right. Now, just to the games tomorrow, I mean, I'm pretty much guaranteed it's going to be Pittsburgh and Minnesota. I mean, come on now. Ben Roethlisberger are going to throw five interceptions. Jacksonville is going to move that ball. I think he had list, Bortles had less than like 100 yards last time. He's going to be able to go ahead. They're going to get a win again. I got a better chance of dating Super Bowl. I, already, I think Pittsburgh's up 7
0: nothing already. I love Pittsburgh in this game. What do you think? Well, I'm going to predict that Pittsburgh's going to win, too, but I wouldn't totally rule it out. The Jacksonville Jaguars are one of the few teams equipped to attack all the weapons in that Steelers offense. You know, you have Antonio Brown coming back from his injury. Even if he is 100% and the team is at least portraying as though he is, they have two different cornerbacks that have the opportunity to not shut him down entirely. There's no one in the NFL that can do that, but can really compete with him one-on-one from the majority of the game. Jalen Ramsey if not the best cornerback in the league, is very close to it. And A.J. Boy is not far behind. So I think those two weapons for the Jacksonville defense are going to help them really attack Brown and their other top receiver, at least at this point in the season, that being Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. It's going to come down to how well the Steelers utilize Le'Veon Bell. And again, this is one of the best run defenses, not just in the NFL this season, but one of the best we've seen in recent years. So. I don't think that's necessarily enough to overcome the fact that Blake Bortles is the quarterback for the Jags, but at the same time, it at least gives them a fighting chance. If they're able to force some turnovers, and we've seen Roethlisberger malfunction in the playoffs before, there's at least a chance there. Not a great chance, but one that you can't entirely discount.
3: All right, I'm, I'm thinking about getting my kids college fund because I think a couple—he really doesn't need to go to college because I want to put the whole thing on Minnesota. I think Minnesota going to dominate—I mean, dominate the Saints. It, it's like a two-touchdown victory. I, I wasn't even that impressed with what the Saints did last week and almost let it slip through their fingers. How do you see this one,
0: Jason? Well, that defense for Minnesota is the most dominant unit on either side of the ball, which is saying something because of how good the Saints' offense has been this year. At the same time, this is Case Keenum's first playoff start. And while he has played very well this season, well above anyone's expectations, and that offense is really clicking, it's just one of those things where I'm not ready to call it a a lock when it's a quarterback making his first playoff start. If Case Keenum plays well on Sunday, I will feel very different about that team going into the conference championship, even though they'll be on the road in that scenario. But again, in, in his first playoff start, I at least have some trepidation about calling the Vikings win. I think it's the more likely outcome, but I don't feel great about it. He's Jason Hershorn, NFL writer for Sports on Earth, SB Nation.
3: Great job, Jason. Enjoy the games tomorrow, and uh, we'll certainly do it again, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, guys. All right. Take care. Jason joining us on the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. I believe the Sager's going to join us, probably let us know that uh, it's going to be Pittsburgh at New England in the AFC. (laughs) And let you know, uh, it's going to be Minnesota at Philadelphia, aren't the Sager?
2: Uh, kiss of death going no, out on a limb. On, you once come on, again. Yeah, come we on. just deal with facts here at the news desk. We know come that on. Philadelphia has won. We know that New England will win. I'll go out on a limb with three minutes to go. Wow,
3: it's, look at you! Yes, I like that, the Sager. It's
2: only thirty-five-seven Patriots your
3: comfort zone over the that. Titans.
2: They have sacked Titans quarterback Marcus Mariota seven times tonight. Brady with over 330 yards passing and three touchdowns. Danny Amendola with 11 receptions. Over half of those resulted in first downs. The Pats offense is going to run close to 80 plays in this game. Complete domination after the first quarter. So New England is going to make it into its record 7th straight AFC championship game course, they have just a 3-3 three and three win-loss record the previous six years, but still, 12 appearances in 17 years now in the AFC Championship game it will be. Temperature in the 20s in Foxborough tonight. Temperature was in the 20s at Philadelphia today. The Eagles held off Atlanta 15-10. <sighs> Falcons had first and goal at the 9 with under two minutes left and could not score. It'll be about 15 degrees in Pittsburgh tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time Sunday, as the Steelers host Jacksonville. Looks like Antonio Brown, with his calf injury, will give it a go. I think it's 14-0 now, Pittsburgh. (laughs) I think. Uh, No. Minnesota is going to be indoors, fortunately, for their playoff game against New Orleans tomorrow. Minnesota hosting on Fox TV, 4.30 Eastern time. Outside, it'll be under 15 degrees with snow. The Vikings in the last decade, by the way, one and four in the playoffs. Yeesh. The Saints in their playoff history, one and six on the road. Of course, at home, New England has won six straight. Uh, New Orleans has won six straight in the postseason, including last weekend. But they're on the road. So somebody's got to take that one. Yeah. In the NBA, overtime wins for the Lakers in Washington. Tonight, Golden State had a huge halftime lead and held on to win at Toronto 127-125. College basketball losses in the top five for West Virginia and Michigan State.
3: Yep, that was a tough one. My Arizona Wildcats one, I noticed the Sager doesn't like to tell you stuff like that.
2: That was a close game, and Arizona did beat Oregon 90-83. to
3: Flagstar Muscles, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Uh, just go to geico.com or give them a call 1-800-947-AUTO and the only hard part figuring out uh, which way is easier. I, I Let me just get to some of the tweets, because I have way so many, I'm so far behind, uh, like Steve, who has what do they call that the an avatar of like the Patriot logo, the you know the Patriot guy hiking the ball, going awfully quiet tonight. Assuming you're enjoying the football game, what, what do you mean? First of all, what does that mean? I'm quiet tonight. I mean, quiet on Twitter. I'm 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 doing a radio show, sir. Did you know that I it's like I've got to do a radio show and I I've got to do a show on Twitter too at the, at the same time. i um, congratulations Patriot fans. You beat the Titans. Congratulations. Unbelievable. You see this is it's never going to stop. It's never ever going to stop until Brady leaves. It's just the way it is. And they've played in that crappy AFC East division for so long. I mean, it's benefited Brady like no other. That's the worst division in the history of sports. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey, cricket, soccer, whatever. There's not a worse division in sports than the AFC East. Imagine having to play the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills twice a year. Six games against them. Oh my goodness. I'd be all pro if I got to play six games against those guys. Unbelievable. Um. Now we're getting a lot of Patriot fans when I said, why, why? It's just Belichick and Brady and a little bit of Gronk. Why, why, why? Because he's absolutely the best coach of all time in any sport. <laughs> Is that true? No, it's not true. Is it close to being
5: true? Look, you said it yourself. He's in the worst division in sports.
3: He also cheats. Who's I mean- the... Wait, wait. Who's a better coach, Wooden or Belichick?
5: Well, they both cheated. So, <laughs> well, yeah. So, <laughs> you know,
3: I, I you might have to you might have to go with Belichick in that one. You might have to you might have to go with Belichick. Who's a better coach, Belichick or Phil Jackson? I'm, I may have to go with Belichick. Phil no. did it with Michael. Phil did it with Michael, Scotty,
5: Shaq, and Kobe. Look, last time I checked. Phil Jackson didn't coach any murderers on his team, so oh, I Oh, stop! So, that. Hey, let's just call what <laughs> it let's is, my friend. Let's that. just call <laughs> that's what that. it is. No, no, I'm I not just, giving Bill Belichick that. But, no, but that's important.
3: They had, they have four Hall of Famers for Phil Jackson, uh, four, maybe even five if you want to count Rodman. But four Hall of Famers, and yet all Belichick had was Brady. Think about think about that for a second. And the other I mean, team's when, playbook when, too. He cheats, when, man. When, but when, when but when Phil, when Phil doesn't have these Hall of Famers, like when he's the, you know running the show for the New York Knicks, he, he's a zero. <clears throat> Seriously, is there is there a, and I hate to even agree with a, with the guy. I don't know. Is there a you know what? I take that back. I was going to say Nick Saban. Oh, no. Is that look? Th- are you, you guys are gonna get? Sick I will I tell you why Phil Jackson's a better
5: coach <laughs> than Bill Belichick. The year after Michael uh, Jordan retired the first time, okay, yeah. he was a bad call away for going back to the finals. Okay, is that what, wait, wait,
3: is that what Sc- Scotty and 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 Michael, uh, Michael, uh, Koo coach? Yeah, uh, Mike, not Michael. What the heck it was, was Scotty Pippen, and T- coach, and yeah, yeah, all those guys, yeah. Jordan was it, gone. He was one bad call away from going back to the finals. is In that when Scotty refused to come into the game as the last play wasn't for him. To I don't shoot know. Who cares? Like, That's not the no. point. Uh, well, okay, so he had one good year. He had one and he still did it with a Hall of Famer and Scotty Pippen. And and he didn't win the championship with them. I mean, look what Belichick Belichick's doing with a forty one year old quarterback. A forty one year a four, well, forty. Forty year old quarterback. That, that's insane. And, and he's in the AFC East.
5: And look at the road he has to take to get there. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. easy road. And let's not
3: forget again, the Patriots. Jeez. All right. And all these people, well, I, again, all these people are like, I love your Boston accent. Go pack the car. And I can't read what else he said that, that would get me in trouble. Uh, another one said, Artie, I think you're being way too hard on the NFL refs. I mean, uh, for guys who are 87 year olds, blind and deaf, they do a decent job. Uh, they, I'm sorry. I don't I hate to pick on anybody uh, individually or, or as a group, but they're they're awful. They 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 they're just awful. I don't even believe. I if we gave them a test of rules, I I can't believe each one of them is going to get a hundred percent. I I don't believe that. And and they really should because that's their job. You you really need to have a hundred percent, do you not? You you may have to make a call that involves a rule. You it's not even. It's not like you can have like ninety five percent. You can't do that, can you? That's like if you're a, a doctor and you're like, okay, he failed one class, but. All right, let's just let that one pass. Hopefully, that just won't come up when he's operating sometime. You you just you can't you know miss a certain part of the test because it may come up in a game. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. All right, if you want to send me a tweet, of Genius one. I'm sorry I can't get to all of them. S t i n k i n Genius. Uh, G E N I U S and the number one Boston Dave goes you and Raider Ryan are such haters. Okay, first of yeah, all, I'm gonna hit. Well, I'm gonna hit the like button and the retweet. button. My name
5: is not Raider Ryan. It is Papa Bear. Okay, yeah. Arnie
3: calls me Raider Ryan. I'm not Raider Ryan. Stop calling me that. And and Corey says, uh, stop jinxing my Vikings. Oh, there's no stop it. There's no jinx. It's matter of fact. Um, I think the Sega's is going to have this in the update coming up soon. Um, I think the Vikings are Yep, yeah, they are. Vikings already in the Super Bowl. So <laughs> oh, congratulations. That's
5: not gonna, you just jinxed the Vikings. The Vikings no, did will not go Come to the Super on, Bowl. It. Who's going to Who's Who's going to be beat the Vikings. them? It's not that, gonna be, That's the just,
4: one team oh, wow. you do not want to mess with, Arnie.
3: I'm not messing with them. It,
4: that. A, that 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 team has been so cursed and so close on so many occasions. Now you're putting them in the Super Bowl already. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Vikings fans. Yeah. I'm sorry for uh, you. No,
3: no, no, no. Uh,
5: like, it,
6: all you have on. to
5: do is just say one time, my Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. The Patriots will lose.
3: People. You will use your your, your curse for good, but you won't do it. Someone just someone just texted uh, or tweeted in, just hurry up and say hashtag my Patriots, please, just once. No, yes. No. Do it. I'm not going to say it to prove a point that I'm not the kiss of death. That this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> My, my Vikings are in it. Uh, we'll get to that. The Sager will have the – is this game over for crying out loud? Is it a final yet? They're interviewing Gronk. I got a question. Did Gronk play because his hair's not messed up and he doesn't look like he's been sweating? Matter of fact, I think he just put on his uniform and came out to do the interview. Was, was he even dressed for the game? Did Rob Gronkowski play tonight? Because he certainly doesn't look like he's got a sweat. I'm working up more of a sweat doing the show than Gronk did playing the game for crying out loud. Uh, We'll wrap up the hour with the Sager, see what else is going on. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. Great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. All right, let's check in with the Sager. It's all final now, isn't it to say, or we've finally been spared on this Patriot game.
2: 35-14 New yeah, England. Oh Marcus Mariota was sacked 8 times. You know, he wound up their leading rusher tonight for Tennessee on four carries. He had 37 yards. That's an embarrassment.
3: I mean, the Titans should just be Embarrassed with what they did. And especially have to beat up 7 nothing. And I know it's not easy to beat the Patriots in Foxborough, but to roll over like that and give up five straight touchdowns is embarrassing.
2: Yeah, it was 7 nothing Tennessee after the first quarter. The only other guy who got carries aside from Mariota running, Derek Henry. This is a guy who had over 150 yards rushing yeah, yeah. just last weekend, including a long TD early fourth quarter. He had 12 carries, 28 yards tonight. They double-teamed Beautiful. the tight end. Walker Beautiful. had three catches. Running game doesn't do much. Eight sacks on the quarterback, and the Patriots wind up dominating 35-14. And now
3: they play Pittsburgh. Unbelievable.
2: Well, unbelievable. let's not uh, counter chicken. Come on, come on, here. stop it, the Sager. Let's Jacksonville, a decent defense, you'll agree, is playing at Pittsburgh tomorrow, and we don't know how effective Antonio Brown will be trying to come back from the calf injury in 15 degrees. They should
3: just rest him, because they could win without him.
2: He's gonna give it a go, <laughs> is the report. Wow. He'll be active. Of course, it's. A playoff game we'll see how effective he is though and Jacksonville did by the way with Blake Bortles doing nothing at quarterback win pretty easily at Pittsburgh in October because yeah. they had a couple of pick sixes in the third quarter against Ben Roethlisberger that's not happening again Thirty to nine was that final at Pittsburgh. Leonard Fournette had two touchdowns. Good luck doing that again. Uh, Pittsburgh held Blake Bortles to 85 yards passing in that Good game. Good luck
3: doing that again. Also, he only had a game on 80, 85 yards. He
2: had 87 <laughs> yards passing last week and won. Yeah. That Jacksonville defense, number one pass defense in the league by far. Number 1 defense in the AFC as far as fewest yards allowed per game, about 285 total yardage per game. They allowed under 265
3: last what weekend. What you uh, Chris Plank, who's building up Jacksonville now.
2: The Jacksonville defense is worth building up. It speaks for itself. You agree that when we came into this Philadelphia game today, for example, their defense is so good and the offense has been so bad recently. Didn't you think before kickoff today, as I did, that Philadelphia can still win this game even with a bad offense?
3: No, no. I thought th- that the Falcons would put up at least more than 10 points on the board for crying out loud. <laughs> in fact, they were and just. And by the about... way, I wanted in full fledged investigation on the clock right before halftime. I'm telling you, it was stopped before he went out of bounds. Uh, yeah, not
2: hometown uh, cooking, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah,
3: it was some hometown cooking for sure. Uh,
2: they don't have the home guys in the playoffs run the clock, just for the record. But those... They don't? They don't have. No. It's not like the
3: guy that one guy works at Geno's. No, or something I, can like
2: People that? come in from out of of town for the postseason to work the clock. Things well, are different somebody in the Somebody must postseason.
3: have got to, them then. I don't know what to You
2: mentioned about. Atlanta with only 10 points. They lost 15-10 at Philly, and they were handed pretty much those 10 points. They were up 10-6 because Philadelphia had two turnovers in the first half, and yeah. the Falcons capitalized on that. Aside from that, no scoring at all for the Falcons, and that includes when they had first and goal at the 9, with under two minutes left in the game. Mm. They wind up throwing three incompletions, including on fourth down from the two-yard line, when afterwards multiple philly players said yeah we were calling out what play they okay. were going to run we'd yeah, studied yeah. how big was that field goal right before halftime jake it elliott was murderous
3: that, that
2: that changed the entire game he was three for three on field goals including the 53 yarder he made just before halftime if he didn't make that it's 12 10 and on that final drive The Falcons can kick to win instead of needing getting in the I need an
3: investigation on that. I'm not kidding around. I'm serious about that. On which?
2: Nothing in the New England game though?
3: No. There's, what yeah, you're I completely say. It 35, satisfied. It was 35-7. Yeah. Okay. What am I going to investigate?
2: <laughs> so Philadelphia is going to host the NFC Championship game a week from Sunday on Fox TV. That's the late game next weekend, 6.30 I Eastern. I could have let the
3: Titans watch the Patriots practice and deflate the footballs, so and they weren't going <laughs> to win today. So there you go.
2: Patriots are going to host the AFC title game next weekend. This is 12 appearances in 17 years for the AFC championship game. God, the, disgusting. The amazing record. I, I read that the Patriots were favored by 13 and a half tonight. Yeah. Do you know since 2000, New England, when they're favored by 13 and a half or more, they have a record of 33 and one now in I'm those glad, games. I'm glad I
3: picked the, I'm wow. I picked the Titans tonight. That's 33
2: and one. Well, <laughs> New England is undefeated against the Titans going back 15 That's years. That's because
3: 34 games ago— uh, I picked against the Patriots. <laughs> yes, it was you. It was me. Uh,
2: head-to-head, New England now 7-0 and against the Titans since 2002. And Tom Brady in those games, 16 touchdowns, no interceptions. That's pretty good. And That's I must good. bring up... Uh, This is the only time in my life I've ever said this. Glad I wasn't in Hawaii today. Oh my
3: goodness, listen to this story.
2: (laughs) The PGA Tour is in Hawaii again this week, but at about 8 a.m., people got emergency phone alerts reading ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. They found out it was a false alarm when a second message came out over a half hour later.
3: Yeah. Talk about panic. My goodness. Unbelievable. I'm got to talk about that. Thank you to Sager. Hour one in the books. We'll come back. Reset Vegas runner at 20 past the hour. Get ready for that right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Good evening, everybody, as we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up at about 20 past the hour, we go live to Las Vegas. Speak to our Vegas insider, Vegas runner which way the pros are going, which way the Joes are going, which way the lines are moving. What about future lines? What about if Minnesota or when Minnesota wins? What's that line going to be against Philadelphia? What about when Pittsburgh wins? What's going to be that line against New England? All that coming up at 20 past the hour, plus my official picks with the scores coming up at 45 past the hour. If you want to be part of the show, Getting a lot of texts tonight or tweets tonight like I am a rock star. I want even more of them. It's thinking genius one. I'm going to do a better job picking that up. S-T-I-N-K-I-N genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. If that's not good enough for you, if you want to get an 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Just a few other things on the Patriots real quick as we move on from that. They win 35-14 if there was any doubt that Tom Brady is the best of all Time, Uh, not that today's game should have made a difference. He was just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, who would have thought that he was going to put up the ball uh, fifty-three times, thirty-one times in the first half, which I believe was the most times he's ever thrown the ball in the first half of a NFL football game, and it comes when he's forty years old. It's just unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable, what he's able to accomplish. I asked you earlier, is Bill Belichick perhaps the best coach? In the history of sports, is he better than a John Wooden? Is he better than a Phil Jackson? Uh, I don't know. It, it just, is he better than Nick Saban? Certainly he's done a lot more with a lot less than those guys. That's for sure. Nick Saban seems like they get every uh, you know five-star, all-American possible, all wants to line up and go to Alabama, except for quarterbacks, though. Well, now they may have a quarterback, except for quarterbacks in the past. And then, uh, you know, y- y- you take a look at that. What about Phil Jackson? He's done it with Michael and Scotty and Shaq and Kobe. How many times has he done it without those Hall of Famers, for crying out loud? But what Belichick's been able to do, even with an aging quarterback, I mean, it is, it is mind-boggling. And the only thing I could say is a lot of it, or at least I think a lot of it, has to do with them playing in the worst division in all of sports, and that's the AFC East. Now, granted, uh, Tom Brady is the best of all time, but he certainly hasn't been hampered by playing in that division. That division absolutely stinks. So uh, we already know it's going to be Pittsburgh and the Patriots because we know Pittsburgh's— No, stop it. Stop it. I promise you, there's no way Pittsburgh is going to lose to Jacksonville tomorrow. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I would bet every last vacation day I have, I feel like selling my car and putting it on the Steelers. I would sell, I would put my kid's college fund, whatever's left, because he's probably going to a junior college. Now, I am so confident with the Steelers getting revenge that they're not going to throw five interceptions this time around, that they're still going to hold Blake Bortles, maybe not to under 100 yards passing, but to at least like maybe 150 or something like that, that they're going to dominate. And this game might not even be close. I am so sure that the Steelers are going to win this game. So let's just... Move on from that because it's going to be the Steelers and the Patriots. And I think that game is going to be a lot more interesting than people think. And Minnesota, and I don't know why, because I wasn't all that impressed with the Saints last week when they won, almost let that game slip through their fingers with Carolina. And they didn't have a great running game either uh, last week. I think, especially when you've got to go in the Minnesota where uh, touchdowns are at a premium it is tough to score against the Vikings in Minnesota. Their defense is too tough. I love the Vikings. Love, love the Vikings. Uh, you can play that all you want. I promise you, there's no jinx. There's no kiss of death on this one. Every, Even a blind squirrel finds acorns. We know that. I promise you. I, as sh- as sure as I'm sitting here right now, Minnesota and Pittsburgh may not cover the spread. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong on that. Minnesota and Pittsburgh when they I want to know. I, someone tweet me. Is there anybody who thinks Jacksonville is going to win this game? Anybody thinks that the Saints are going to win? That I'm wrong. Stinking genius one. S-T-I-N-K-I-N. Genius. G-E-N-I-U-S. And the number one. You tell me, what am I missing on those games? And Uh, exactly why you think there's going to be an upset. I think it's like a seven-point spread in the Pittsburgh game and and four-and-a-half to five-point game in the Minnesota game, which I even love more than that. So you tell me uh, what I'm missing here and why you think there's going to be an upset. Uh, I think it's going to be Minnesota with the home field advantage uh, Taken on either, obviously, Pittsburgh or the Patriots. I'd love to see Pittsburgh. I'm hoping it's going to be Pittsburgh, but it looks like it's going to be on a collision course uh, for the Patriots. Now, real quick, I just want to address the Atlanta Falcon fans. Now they've been eliminated from the, any chance of getting to the Super Bowl. After what happened last year, having, having a 28-3 lead, has Atlanta, you know, pretty much— overcome that Super Bowl loss by winning one playoff game, or is that Super Bowl loss going to still linger until they win another Super Bowl? I remember being at Staples. It was game seven. And and Ryan, help me if I'm, I'm, I'm misremembering any of the facts. It was game seven. The Lakers were down by 14 or maybe 16 points late third, early fourth. They come from behind. They beat Portland. They go on to win the championship. But that's not the part that is the part of the story that you should know. Portland, from that point on, never, ever, ever came close to winning a championship again. It's like the whole city became Buffalo of the West Coast. Nothing against Buffalo. But you never, ever had a winning team again. The Portland Trailblazers were losers ever since... Yeah, had that loss to the Lakers. I'm wondering if the same thing could happen to the Atlanta Falcons. That, <laughs> What, but you don't think so? You think that's crazy, Raider, right? Well, you don't like that or what?
5: Well, here's the thing. With that game, the Lakers uh, trailblazers, there was a really bad call in the final minutes of that game when Steve Smith was fouled and they didn't call anything, and that pretty much let the
3: Lakers win the game. Whether who cares why they won the game though who can they won it though I but I'm wondering if this is going to send Atlanta back so many you know so long that they'll never it could be like 20 years before they win this could be like something that sets a jinx you talk talking about kiss of death they may not overcome that Super Bowl loss for decades it could be
5: decades the problem is simple okay well it's not simple but like everyone knows. The state of Georgia's weakness, and their weakness is backup quarterbacks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> as for Alabama's, and yeah, there you go. As, as you can see that right there. Let me say something, and I can imagine if you live in the state of Georgia because Georgia losing to Alabama, especially when they look like they had that game won, and after what happened to the Falcons last year, now the Falcons losing now. Uh, gosh, if I'm in the state of Georgia and you're a Bulldog fan and you're a Falcon fan, it's got to be a rough, rough, uh, what, seven days for you or less than that. It's got to be a tough go for you, especially considering that you had the Georgia game. And I didn't even give proper uh, kudos to Alabama for coming back and winning that. That was tremendous. That might have been Nick Saban's, one of his best coaching jobs ever. That's why I asked earlier. Is Bill Belichick even a better coach than somebody like Nick Saban? I mean, what Saban's able to pull off, and he's doing it in the SEC, which maybe except for this year – has historically uh, been the best conference in all of college football. And granted, he doesn't play the toughest schedule, but when you play in the SEC, it's going to be tough no matter what. So, I mean, Nick Saban's got to be way up there. The only thing that has a hiccup on his resume is obviously his stint in the NFL, which didn't work out too well, no doubt about that. So Belichick's only hiccup was with the Cleveland Browns, and everybody has a hiccup with the Cleveland Browns, don't they? I mean by some people have a hiccup so bad that they, they go to the cardiac arrest. Uh, cheap you can't shot. blame them.
4: That's a cheap shot, Arnie.
3: Oh, stop it. You know, I feel bad for you Cleveland Brown fans. What do you even know? Like, do you? how old are you, Eminem? How old are you? Uh, I'm
4: 28 years old.
3: Oh, so do you even know who, like, Brian Sipe is or anything yeah, like I've that? Yeah, I've
4: heard the name. I've heard Brian Sipe. Cardiac You're, Kids, yeah.
3: You, you heard the name? Yes. You heard the that was like your last great quarter. You're, you should buy his jersey and worship him. What do you mean you heard the name?
4: I was probably like five years old when he so was. So what?
3: I wasn't born when World War One was around, but I know about that. For crying out loud, yeah, you should worship. You should you should have a poster of Brian Sipe in your room. I mean, come on. The now. Gro-
4: okay, I should worship the ground he uh, he walks on. You okay.
3: should. I mean, if you you got to go ahead, you got to get rid of the demons. You got to. Fi- You've been what? One in 31. It's up to you, fans. Don't you know you've got the power like I do? Like the kiss of death, you got to do something. Why don't you use it for good, Arnie? I know. I'm getting, I'm getting, I have like, I've gotten like 35 uh, tweets in the last 10 seconds. I mean, they're coming in like a slot machine. So I got to have Eminem go through them and uh, pick out the good ones because I, I, I can't go through all of them for crying out loud. Uh, There's so many. All right, so we'll get more into that. Vegas runner's going to join us. I asked you guys, why is Brady able to do this at the age of 40 when the only other Hall of Famer he has is Rob Gronkowski. I mean, that is unbelievable, and it's not like he's there all the time. He's missed a lot of games. He does have Belichick, but Belichick has no yards, catches, tackles, kicks, anything like that. He's just a genius when it comes to the plays. It's unbelievable what they've been able to pull off. I figure I know why Phil Jackson's been able to do it. I brought it up already. Scotty and Michael, and Phil, uh, Scotty and Scotty Shaq, and, and Kobe. I mean, you have four Hall of Famers. You may have uh, four guys in the top ten of all time in the history of the NBA. Nick Saban, I mean, gets every five-star recruit there is out there, but he does play in the SEC. How the heck is Belichick able to do it when you take a look? I mean, it's not like even the Patriots have had great all-time running backs in their history. They haven't had a great all-time running back, so... I don't know. Can you imagine if the guys had real talent other than Brady? What'd he be able to do? We're going to come back. We'll go live to Las Vegas, talk to Vegas runner. Let's see which way that spread is moving. That's coming up next. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? Uh, It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. John uh, tweets in, if Brown does a play tomorrow, the number one defense will stop Pittsburgh's rush offense. New Orleans and Breeze and the two-headed monster will give them a beatdown. Jags 17, Steelers 14, wow. And Saints 28-21 over the Vikings. I'm not buying that at all. As a matter of fact, uh, we go out to the... Uh, Geico, Fox Sports, somebody hotline joining us now. You check them out at thebigmoves.com dot com. That's thebigmoves.com dot com. You can also tweet them at Greek underscore gambler. That's Greek underscore gambler. It's Vegas Runner. How you doing, Vegas Runner?
6: better arnie never better divisional round of the playoffs and uh, good day today for the sports books great day for the wise guys as well they cashed three or four of their bets and also the first halves also so uh was a good day all the way around players didn't do all that good early on with atlanta getting the cover um but they rode new england like they always ride new england to the finish and of course the game going over ended up doing well for the betters uh, but overall you know, not a huge day, but a profitable day for the books. And coming off last week's wildcard round, where all four underdogs got the money, they're pretty happy. If you remember coming down the stretch of the season, favorites were covering in such a high clip. Books weren't doing all that great. But the playoffs have been good for them so far. Going into tomorrow, they know what they're going to need. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. i I sure. got
3: to imagine the, the Sharps, the pros, they must have been all over Philadelphia plus what the three to four points? I could imagine they were all over Philadelphia.
6: Yeah, Philadelphia, Philadelphia first half, Philadelphia for the game, Philadelphia Woof. money line. Woof. It was all Philadelphia. They felt that line the wrong team was favored from right. the beginning. They they believed right. the wrong team was favored. And, and they also bet the game under. Under forty three and a half, all the way down to under forty one. So they wow. kept hitting it and and because the books moved it to forty, so instead they started hitting the first half under. And that went under for them as well. And then in the second game, the betting syndicates came in on the over. They were betting that off-screen because the public was betting over also. So they didn't want to hit those on-screen books with their action and get that line up to forty nine fifty around those key totals. So they were forced to bet the over through a lot of off-screen books. So a lot of local books got buried with over-action, thinking it was public money. And it wasn't. It was wise guy money. So they ended up getting beat on that as well.
3: Everybody laid the points. They laid the lumber with the Patriots, even though I could imagine the Joes wanted to take the 14-and-a-half, 15 points. The pros definitely uh, you know, laid the laid the no, lumber. No,
6: I'm, I'm honestly, no, I'm no, no? Hardy, that's the only loser in here. Let me explain wow. this to you. Yeah, yeah, and here's why. Listen, uh, New England opens a 14-and-a-half point favorite. This is the story of my life. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's fortunate, but the unfortunate part is, you know, I, I – I, get betting accounts for a lot of these groups that do well and win long-term. So I I take a percentage of these accounts. And uh, against the Patriots is almost an automatic for these wise guys, whether it's the analytics or whether they think there's a premium attached, but they continue to fade the Patriots. And so I have a dog in the fight, but I know it's a losing bet pretty much. You know, you're not going to make money betting against the Patriots, but them guys, you know, they, they trust, their numbers. They trust the math. They trust their information. They're willing to fade the Patriots like they did today, Uh, but more than enough public money the other way. That's why this line dropped from 14 and a half down to 13 and a half.
3: All right, Vegas, let's get to the games on Sunday. Jacksonville-Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh opened up at 7.5. I believe it's down to 7. We know what Jacksonville did the first time around, but is is Jacksonville really going to get five interceptions? Is Pittsburgh really going to play as lousy and get rattled like that? I don't think so, but 7's a lot of lumber. What are you thinking about this one?
6: It's a lot of points. This will definitely be that game that the books have the greatest risk on, and here's why. A lot of the early teaser action on the Atlanta and Philadelphia game was actually on Philadelphia. People that bet Atlanta it didn't really make sense to use Atlanta in a teaser so they were just straight betting it but there were a lot of teasers using Philadelphia there were a lot of teasers using New England both those covered. They're all tied into Pittsburgh. Um, so there's a lot of exposure on Pittsburgh already for the sports books. Now, if they go to seven and a half, they're probably going to get sharp money on Jacksonville. Most of the, the betting syndicates are going to look to bet the Jacksonville sign, I believe. Um, and the reason is, you got a healthy Jacksonville team. you got a, a banged-up Steeler team. you got a, a team in Jacksonville that has a, a good defense. The problem is, I know, what are you going to do if, if Pittsburgh stacks the box? Can Bortles beat there's a lot of questions, but I'll tell you what, historically, man, the last six times a team has beaten uh, their opponent in the regular season by 20 or more points, um, that team that lost has never been able to get revenge in the playoffs, so I mean historical trends kind of support Jacksonville's side. Uh, but again, th- there's going to be so much public money on Pittsburgh. Uh, books are going to need Jacksonville big time. And the only thing, even if even if the betting syndicates come in on Jacksonville, it's not going to be enough to offset the exposure. It'll, it'll limit it a little bit, but they're still going to need Jacksonville big time. And if Jacksonville could win the game, it'll be a huge weekend for the sports books.
3: You know, Vegas runner, we know that home field is usually like three to four points. Uh, do you get any more points? Points because the team you're playing played the week before and you had the week off. Is that worth a point or two or, or do you just overlook that?
6: No, I mean, you have to factor it in, especially if what kind of game it was. And if the team getting rest, I mean, does it help them uh, significantly? A lot of teams need that rest. You know, they're banged up. They just played a 16-game you know, season and some preseason games. So the team that has off definitely has an advantage. The only negative is, you know, one team has momentum. Uh, you know, how far does that go compared to getting rest? Only the players know that. So, I mean, you have to factor that in um, And the books definitely have to shade the line for that. I think more on perception than anything else, Arnie, based on how the team looked the week before. You know, what? and in Jacksonville's case, they were not impressive against Buffalo. They won, they didn't cover the game and they only put up ten points. So I mean not the most impressive game. And then you have them now traveling to Pittsburgh against a rested Pittsburgh team. So the setup doesn't look good and I think that's why you're looking at a seven point number. Uh, but again I, most of the betting syndicates, they're looking to take the seven and a half from what I'm hearing.
3: And take the under because it's good. To be a cold day, and it was an under game. I think the first time around, or what? That's the reason. And
6: here's what I'm here, and I talk to a lot of movers. I share a lot of information with them. They, the the, the numbers that they have show the over. They, here's the problem they're having. The reason this under hasn't gotten, it, it's moved from forty one and a half down to forty one. But the reason it hasn't been blasted under is because they actually like the over, but they wow. haven't steamed the over because of all the factors you touched on. The weather, number one earlier in the season they played, so they know each other a little bit. The, the Jacksonville not being able to score, the defenses. So there's a lot of factors stopping them from trusting their numbers. It's going to be interesting to see tomorrow if this line comes down a little, if they're going to go ahead and go with the over, like their numbers show, if they're just going to let it go. Uh, the public's going to bet this one over. It's hard to see, imagine the public going under 41, but I can't picture them going over in a jack what Jacksonville ticket in their pocket? All
3: right, let's get to the next game. Saints and the Vikings. I, I saw that the Vikings opened at three and a half. One booked had five and a half. One has four and a half. Another five and a half. Another five. Another five. So I don't know where this thing is. What's going on? And how much is it changing? What's uh, going uh, here I'm on? I'm going to
6: break it down to yeah. you perfectly. On it, like I told you, you could get a hundred guys, a thousand guys on here that are going to break the game better and analyze it and give you all that nonsense. It doesn't help you cash tickets. VR is going to help you cash tickets. I could give that, that, that's the one thing I can tell you. And here's what's going on in New Orleans, Minnesota, and this is why you're seeing five and a half at the sharper books, the ones Oof. that cater to wise guys, and the reason you're seeing four and a half. This at the Square Books, the ones that shut down your account if you're a wise guy. And the reason is the Betting Syndicates love Minnesota. They can't get enough of Minnesota. In fact, their yep. line says Minnesota should be about a six-point favorite. They I bet agree. Minnesota minus three and a half, minus four, minus four and a half. They bet Minnesota money line, Oof. but the public loves the Saints. They are in love with Drew Brees and the Saints. They don't trust Kate. You know that, Look at the. Just compare the quarterback situation. And I think you could see why the public's liking the Saints and they're the offensive team, the the two-headed monster running back, all that. So this is one of those situations where you're going to have the public on one side and the wise guys on the other. And on the total, though, they both agree that the only difference is the wise guys went over 44 and over 45. Come tomorrow, the public's going to be betting it over 47. So they're getting the worst of the number, but both will probably be on the same side. And the books are going to be hoping for a low-scoring game. And I think they're going to root for the Minnesota side, because like I said, public money outweighs wise guy money by a high clip in the playoffs. And they're all over that, that, New Orleans side. That's why you're seeing four and a half at those books.
3: Last question. Are people betting the Super Bowl already? Because I see that the NFC is a two and a half point favorite. I, I, I got to tell you, I would not, I'd be pretty intrigued to get the Patriots plus two
6: and a half right now. What do you think? I was just going to tell you, that's what you're going to see now. But with the Patriots looking the way they looked, you're going to see some adjustments yeah. on that Super Bowl sure. number. Until this week, there wasn't really any reason. But I think them not only getting the win, but the way they covered and made it look easy. Now, based on what we'll see tomorrow, but I agree with you. I think that that's the one adjustment that you'll see. All
3: right. Uh, You can check him out at TheBigMoves.com. That's TheBigMoves.com. Or tweet him at Greek underscore Gambler. That's Greek underscore Gambler. Best of luck tomorrow, my friend. Great job. We'll speak to you next week.
6: Thanks for having me. Enjoy the games, Arnie.
3: Take care, Vegas runner. Everybody live from where else? Las Vegas. Oh, don't we all wish we were living out there this time of year, betting on the NFL games? Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all over Minnesota. Love them. Think it's going to be a ten point or more victory. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. Love Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. Uh, which means it's going to be Pittsburgh and New England, Minnesota and Philadelphia. We'll touch on that a little bit more. Stinking Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S and the number one, or call in 877 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Though no first, the Sager uh, will get caught up on all the Late, late scores this second. I don't think anything else is going
2: on, is it? No, UCLA is about to lose at home, but aside from that, pretty Get much everything is final. I know your Arizona Wildcats yes. did hold on to win a close one against Oregon. Arizona State only beat Oregon State by two, but UCLA is down in the final minute to Colorado. Okay, NFL playoffs, New England and Philadelphia, each one at home. Those will be your home teams for the conference championship games next weekend. New England will host the winner of Jacksonville at Pittsburgh tomorrow. That's at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see if we get a better Jacksonville game than their offense gave us last weekend. That contest against Buffalo, that was uh, 3-3 late third quarter against Buffalo, and a combined 17 punts in that game. It's going to be about 15 degrees in Pittsburgh. Then indoors, Minnesota will be hosting New Orleans tomorrow on Fox TV, 4.30 Eastern Time. Minnesota with the number 1 defense. They only allowed 16 points per game. New Orleans had lost its season opener at Minnesota this year, 29-19. Of course, that was against Sam Bradford and Dalvin Cook. Tonight in New England, the Patriots, with three touchdowns in the second quarter, went on to dominate Tennessee, 35-4 Fourteen. Ugh. Marcus Mariota was sacked eight times. Titans with ten penalties. Doesn't this guy run? I mean, he's yes. a mobile quarterback. <laughs> yes, and he was sacked eight times, and he was le- their leading rusher tonight. Gosh. The QB. New England is into its record seventh straight AFC Championship game. They've gone three and three wins and losses in the previous six years. You know, we mentioned Philadelphia beat Atlanta fifteen to ten. How about this stat with? them getting the incompletions late and, you know, fourth down at the two late in the game and they throw an incompletion and lose, Atlanta season's over. ESPN stats and info says Matt Ryan this year when throwing to Julio Jones in the end zone.
3: Oh, I saw. Is it one for eighteen or something? One for eighteen
2: That's passing.
3: Stop doing it, <laughs> including two misses. This is why I tell you I today. don't like the jump ball in the corner of the end zone where you have to get like perfectly two feet. and uh, stop it.
2: And then they had essentially nothing for Matt Ryan to throw to on that last play. Uh, that last play and in, incompletion high and. Even though Atlanta had first and goal at the 9 with under two minutes to go, they don't score. And we mentioned earlier the key, Jake Elliott's 53-yard field goal for Philly just before halftime. So by the end of the game, it's a 15-10 to lead over Atlanta, not 12-10. to And Atlanta got stuck on the goal to go, and the Falcons' season is
3: over. Can't you do the investigation about what I'm saying right before halftime? Can't you figure that out to Sager? Can't you do that? <laughs> <laughs> You're saying there's a conspiracy to keep I'm the clock telling alive. You, he he stopped that clock before that foot went out of bounds. I rewound it. It looked good to me. Oh come on, you did not.
2: I did at the time today. I thought the and, same thing. Did and it
3: was was uh, it was all kosher or what? It, it looked kosher to me. Yes. Uh, and then if you a 50, say so.
2: And then a 53 yard field goal. Not in, sure, I believe you. but Whether in the for 20s, yeah, <laughs> indoors in the NBA. Do you know, Golden State was ahead at Toronto. At halftime, 81-54 tonight. Kyle Lowry of the Raptors was out again. DeMar DeRozan wound up with 42 points, but in a close loss. Golden State, 127-125 the final. And Arnie, we have three baseball notes to close out. Wow. The champion Houston Astros acquired pitcher Garrett Cole from Pittsburgh for four players. The twins signed reliever Addison Reed, according to MLB.com. And the Mets will sign first baseman Adrian Gonzalez, pending a physical World Series, uh, according to USA
3: Today. All right, thanks a lot to Sager. Uh, stinking Genius 1, if you want to get in, uh, as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Uh, just go to geico.com or, or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. You know, I just want to say this real quick about Matt Ryan uh, for the Falcons, and I really do like the guy. I think he's an exceptional quarterback. Unfortunately, he's going to take the brunt of this uh, not only for the upcoming year, for the rest of his career, maybe for the rest of his life. And I know it's unfair, uh, but he'll be known for the quarterback that lost this Super Bowl after being up 28-3. to Now they come back the following year. Even though they won their first playoff game, uh, they lose the following year, tough place to win uh, in Philadelphia. And now there'll always be talk of, will we ever get back there? Uh, did we squander our opportunity? Uh, are we ever going to be getting that opportunity again? And Falcon fans will always be thinking about that. Also, coming on the heels of Georgia uh, letting the championship slip through their fingers against Alabama. Well, no, you know I don't even want to say that the kids choked. I don't really like to go there with the college kids because you know, obviously, a little unfair. Why? A bunch of Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. <laughs> They're getting paid. Oh, stop it. They're not getting paid. <laughs> by, by the way, uh, let me read this tweet real quick. It says here, "Stinking Genius, as a Patriots fan, can you do me a favor and pick the Steelers to win tomorrow on the radio tonight? I really don't want to face them again, even in Foxborough. Thank you. I, you don't have a choice because the, because the Steelers already won. Okay? Why,
5: why are you doing their bidding? See, this proves that you're a Patriots fan. Because no, no, you not always
3: a, use your power to help them, never to defeat them. Let me let me tell you something. There's no no matter how much you call me the kiss of death. There's no way. Let me tell you something. If Pittsburgh and Minnesota both lose tomorrow, I'll quit my job. Okay, how about that? If Pittsburgh and Minnesota both lose tomorrow, I will quit my job. Mark that, tape. Mark tape. Mark, mark tape. Mark tape. Mark tape. All you want. It's not going to happen. Don't you understand that? There's a reason why after Jacksonville won the first game that Pittsburgh is still a seven-point favorite, even with Antonio Brown. And, sure, you're going to play, but how effective is he going to be? Hamstring, cold weather. Bob Pittsburgh, I hold him up. That's another point. Forget about that for a second. There's a reason why they're a seven-point favorite after they got clobbered. And Blake Bortles, can you imagine winning a game like that uh, and and throwing for less than 100 yards, they had a couple pick sixes, especially in the fourth quarter, and that's what happened. They're not going to get that again, I promise you. It's going to be all Pittsburgh in this game. Matter of fact, I'll give you the exact score uh, coming up next segment. And then, um, yeah. I promise you. Also, it's going to be Minnesota. Might be a little bit tougher than I'm giving uh, the Saints credit for. I still think Minnesota are going to win by a couple of touchdowns because their defense is just way too strong. How many touchdowns have they've given up at home? Is it something disgusting like eight or something like that? It, it's it's just horrible uh, to try to go ahead and score against that defense. I really, really love Minnesota. And you know, again with the Saints. Uh, playing last weekend and Minnesota getting the buy, more reason to go ahead and take Minnesota with that great defense. That's why I'm I'm absolutely loving them. So we should have a good AFC and NFC championship uh, with Pittsburgh and New England and with Minnesota and Philadelphia. If you think I'm wrong on that, stinking genius one S T I N K I N genius uh, G N I U S and the number one. Uh, Somebody's like. I don't even know. I don't think I can repeat that on the air. So I better just go ahead and and, and just move on from that tweet out there. Uh, People taking shots at me left and right. Thank you, thank you, thank you for picking these Steelers to win because now I'm the kiss of death and they'll definitely lose. I don't know why people think that. I don't know why people think that no matter where I pick. I picked Alabama. And Alabama won. I don't know why yeah, nobody did credit for that. But you also picked like five teams that day. Your curse isn't that powerful. That's true. I I did pick like five teams. So I I mean I'm not going to go ahead and 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 lose them all. By the way, I saw the numbers. If the Patriots uh, do play Pittsburgh, uh, they will be a six and a half point favorite. If they play Jacksonville. I believe they'll be a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. So I hope I got that right just looking at some future odds there. So I'm curious to see how that's going to turn out. As for the Patriots uh, winning today also uh, in dominating fashion, how many people were like me uh, when it was 7 nothing in favor of the Titans? And I'm like, oh, is this going to be good because I picked the Titans to win 27-26. I'm like, yes. Not only is this going to be a good game, even if the Titans don't win, it's going to be close. And then the Patriots come back and score five unanswered touchdowns. I mean, the Titans had more yardage in that one drive that scored their touchdown than in the next, I think, seven drives combined. And the Patriots' defense, not that good. Matter of fact, that was their fault. When they started the year 2-2, and that was their one Achilles heel was their defense. Their defense was atrocious. I thought it was not only going to keep them from getting back to the Super Bowl, but maybe not even winning the AFC East. i got to give them credit, though. They've turned it around. Let uh, me get this tweeted. Arnie, don't quit your day job, man. But you're starting to look like a true Patriots fan saying it ain't so, man. No, I look, I live up here in the Northeast. I like the Giants. I like the Dolphins. That's my AFC team and my NFC team. That's the only sport where I have two teams, and they are both are horrible. At least they were last year. I mean, it was like my whole football season was wasted. That was my Super Bowl pick, by the way,
5: the Dolphins and the Giants. I, yeah, it's kind of funny how my Raiders beat both teams uh, this season. It was great, wasn't it?
3: You're, you know, you're, your Raiders should be embarrassed. I want you to know that. Oh,
5: oh, 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 my Raiders should be embarrassed? What about your Giants?
3: Yeah, get but out least, of here! At least we'll get a good pick out of that. By the way, real quick, tell me what you think of Gruden. You like that? You don't like that? No, or what? I don't like it at all.
5: No. It's a retread. It's not going to work. Uh, I I don't get it. It's It's stupid.
3: But I mean is it going to make much of a difference one way or the other or you think it's going to hurt the uh the team? Well,
5: they need better coaching, but John yeah. Gruden, he's been out for almost I a, a I, decade. I know. Under-
3: I don't I don't understand that also. I, I look, he does have he does make the best faces out of all coaching coaches out there. I he is the Robert De Niro of of coaches But you ever seen Robert De Niro act when he scrunches his face and moves around his face and like gives that look. That I mean that's John Gruden. Yes. I mean that's Chucky. There's, He's Chucky, yes. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I don't know I don't know if that translates to good coaching and wins. Um yeah, I don't I again I don't see any Super Bowls in the Raiders future uh whatsoever. Uh zero. All right. When I get back, uh I will give you the final score Uh, for the games tomorrow, not just who's going to win and who's going to cover the spread. Uh, The final score, which also tell you which way to go on that over-under. So that is coming up next. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on car insurance. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, straight out of Vegas with our buddies R.J. Bell and Steve Colefield uh, as they take a Vegas perspective on the games today and tomorrow and then obviously uh, get you a little bit closer to the Super Bowl straight out of Vegas. Our buddies R.J. Bell and Steve Colfield, uh definitely want to go ahead and tune into that. Great listen, uh, and they give you that Vegas perspective. All right, a couple of things I want to tell you. Antonio Brown, I saw that report by Graziano that said that uh, uh, Antonio Brown, not close to being 100%, but he's going to give it a go anyway. I'm not so sure if I'm Pittsburgh. I really want him out there with the bad weather, the cold weather, and that hamstring. Anything sets him back, and then you're going to miss the Patriots game. And Pittsburgh needs uh, Antonio Brown to beat the Patriots. They don't need him to beat Jacksonville and sure it'd be good to have him out there, but if he's less than hundred percent and not even close uh, and 80% of Antonio Brown is not going to be closer to hundred percent. If you play him now, I think I've got to sit him out uh, or at least be really, really careful uh, with him. So we'll see how that turns out. All right, Ryan, give me a little music, put me in the mood. And let me give you the final score for the games tomorrow. The first game, it's going to be uh 105 Eastern Jacksonville is going to be at Pittsburgh Steelers currently sitting at a 7 point favorite over under of 41. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell you this game is going over. It's going over not because of the New Orleans Saints. It's going to go over because of the Minnesota Vikings. You see the Vikings defense so tough and even tougher at home. They gave you the stat. They've only given up, what, eight touchdowns in eight games at home. You don't want to go against that Minnesota defense. And it's not like the Saints defense are world beaters. Minnesota will be able to move the ball, and they're going to be able to score. Matter of fact, that defense will set up some short fields, and I wouldn't be surprised if they even got a pick six along the way. I will take Minnesota uh, and – excuse me, excuse me. I, I fixed up the games. I went with the second game first. I will take Minnesota and lay the points. I'm going to lay the three and a half, four, four and a half with Minnesota. And I say it's going to go the over of 46. If it's 47, go with the under. Final score, Minnesota 30, the Saints 16. Minnesota 30, the Saints 16. Now to the Jacksonville-Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh is the seven-point favorite over Jacksonville. And this one won't be able to close. Uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger's not going to throw five interceptions a game uh, in this game also. Uh, Look, Bortles probably not going to be held to less than 100 yards passing. But that doesn't mean he's going to have much more than 150 to 200 yards. Game is going to be freezing cold. Pittsburgh's defense much better than people give it credit for. I think Pittsburgh's going to be able to score. Even with that great Jacksonville rush, final score, Pittsburgh 27, Jacksonville 13. So take Pittsburgh minus the 7 and take under the 41. Remember, Minnesota 30, Saints 16, so take Minnesota minus the 3, 4, or 5, and take, I guess, over 46 if it's 47. Take the over. Cause I got it 3016. So there you have my picks. Do with it as you please, but please, please, please remember now—they are strictly for entertainment purposes only. You like those picks, guys? You liking them or what? Huh? Feeling good? No more kicking ass. I, you, you know, you could, you could play whatever you want. Like I said, I will quit my job if. All right, enough for that. If Minnesota and Pittsburgh don't win. Seriously, I, I, don't see the, I don't see that happening. I, I can't see those two teams, especially, let me tell you something, especially because I have in my favor that Minnesota defense. I mean, you're going to tell me the Saints, after winning last week and having problems with Carolina— and they are lucky to hold on to that victory, that they're going to be able to move, against that, move the ball against that Minnesota defense. It's not going to happen. It, it, Minnesota's defense has been one of the most consistent things all year long. Love that defense. Love Minnesota. And uh, as for the other game, look, uh, congratulations to Jacksonville for having a good year, but that doesn't mean you're guaranteed to go to the Super Bowl. Because a lot of teams had good years. And Pittsburgh... Is another team that had one. And granted, five interceptions. But that's not happening again. I promise you that. I got to thank the crew. Uh, Thanks to Raider Ryan. It's not my name. Uh, Thanks to Eminem. Thanks to DeSager out there. Remember, I do Sundays. And I'm planning on working tomorrow with Chris Plank. 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific. We'll talk about how Minnesota won. We'll talk about how Pittsburgh won. And we'll talk about how it's going to be Pittsburgh and the Patriots, how it's going to be Minnesota and Philadelphia. I promise you that, my friends. We'll get to all that. Uh, so that's me and Plank, Sunday nights. We're the like, longest-running show on weekends here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, straight out of Vegas, coming up at the top of the hours. I told you, R.J. Bell, Steve Cofield, the Vegas Perspective on what happened today and a early look on what's going to happen tomorrow and which way the lines are moving. So stick around for that. All right? I'm Marty Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio.
4: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble